Welcome to episode 89 of the Foundation First Fitness Show with Bob Ackon. Today we are talking knee pain. It's been it's been a couple of episodes, uh, I think about maybe 10 or 15 since I've mentioned anything about knee pain or anything like that. I really talked about running knee pain. Uh, and the reason I'm coming right back to it, the reason why we're floating back into it is I think there is a significant amount of individuals right now uh, that are probably dealing with some form of knee pain or irritation. Here's the reason why I'm saying that. A, this whole pandemic thing is still going on. We all know that. That's fairly obvious. But to increase the amount of activity and to get people kind of moving and to, you know, not be stuck at home and not basically lose your mind by being quarantined in the house all day, a lot of individuals are turning to running uh, as a form of exercise. Great exercise. Nothing wrong with uh, running itself. It's going to be very beneficial for you. The issue that I think uh, a lot of individuals are running into is the technique and the preparation required to be a long distance runner. Uh, you know, running, even walking for that matter, you know, if your technique, if you've got some structural problems that are going on, long length uh, running kind of bouts are really, or long length, long walking bouts are not going to be helpful at all. They're going to cause more problems for you uh, simply because foot mechanics are not there, core mechanics are not there, gait mechanics are not there, just just a basic lack of strength uh, to be able to run long distance that is probably going to be coming up. It's something that I've been noticing. I've been going on a lot of walks, you know, obviously, you know, we're not allowed to do much activity. So to get some fresh air and to kind of change the scenery of either my office or the house, really going on walks, uh, usually downtown. And it's, it's, I, I start, I've started to notice a lot of, uh, a lot of people running. I've started to pay attention to a lot of people running, especially when they're heading in my direction. I see their gait and, uh, and I've noticed that there's been a lot of, a lot of people getting that kind of uh, either collapsing of the foot, knee caving in, or the swinging out of the foot when they're trying to recover their stride. Uh, very common, something very common to see, and it usually is indicative of something that's wrong in terms of structure, stability, and alignment. So today's episode is going to be related to how we should be, what we should be doing to fix that. A, we're going to, I mean, first thing to say, you know, A, you're going to need uh, you're not going to be able to get all the information from this episode because I will need to show you guys the actual exercises that are going to be beneficial for you that are going to help out with that case. So that already on the side and you'll know, you know me, it's always going to be on Instagram. So head to Instagram, you'll see those clips there. I may post something a long form though. I may want to post a long form. I'm starting to think about this. Let me write that down because I I just had that in my mind. It literally just popped in and I'm like, you know what? Maybe a long form post of knee pain might be pretty good. So let me write that down. Long form knee pain. We're going to get that in there. It's probably going to be on YouTube and on Inst, uh, and on Facebook. Uh, long knee pain, uh, episode 89. All right, perfect. So getting that in, the reason why I think we may want to do something a little bit long is because there are so many components of it. So I may do like a series. There's going to be components. So we'll probably just take some of the series. I'm kind of, I'm literally brainstorming this as I go through because a lot of this information is just coming at me as we go. And I'm trying to push out more episodes uh, just because I think a lot of individuals are looking for that kind of information. Um, again, I didn't ask my question of the day. Question of the day, uh, if you haven't, uh, if you are answering those questions, it's really interesting. It gets a little discussion going down in the, in the comments section. But 
are you struggling with knee pain? If you are struggling with knee pain, link it down below. Let me know what's going on. Let me know what you're dealing with. Again, side note, I, I keep forgetting these side notes, but if, if you're if you have knee pain, this stuff that I'm going to be talking about today is not going to guarantee that your knee pain will go away. It could, there could be ligament tears. There could be ligament damage. You could have osteoarthritis. You could have a lot of other issues that are underlying. Uh, this is more geared towards someone who's developing more of a tendonitis problem. Now, I know that you're at home. It's hard for you to know which of which of those two you are experiencing or which of two of those cases you're experiencing uh, I think the the thing that you should remember is that this may not get rid of your pain. It may cause it. It may potentially cause more pain. So a little bit of a disclaimer. I don't think it will, but it probably could. It, I mean, there is a chance that you know some people may uh, develop a little bit more pain from it. So tread. Uh, so I guess tread lightly or tread with a, proceed with caution is the word I was looking for. Proceed with caution. I wish there was someone in here that I can look to, kind of be like bounce some ideas off of, but we'll work on it. Um, Anyway, getting back into it, knee pain. Uh, when it comes to pain, usually one of the things that's happening is something's not working properly. Plain and simple, you have pain, you're not moving properly. We need to restore proper function to that area or to the surrounding areas to allow that area that's in pain to move properly and move effectively. That is usually what is happening when you have some kind of uh, injury or pain from doing some kind of activity. Not always the case, usually the case, Grand majority, I'm going to throw a random percentage in there, probably around like 90 to 95% of cases are literally just that. Even if you do have a ligament tear, uh, it was because the ligament tear probably came about from you not moving properly unless you were hit in an injury. And at that point, your body is going to be compensating for it because uh, you're going to be trying to guard it. So you are technically not moving properly now. So uh, we want to make sure we restore that uh, proper function. Here's what you need to do. Step number one, take care of soft tissue. Soft tissue is always going to get kind of problematic when you do have an injury, when you do have pain, running, walking, whatever's caused that knee pain, there's going to be some soft tissue kind of injuries there. Now, the research behind foam rolling is kind of in the air. Is it good? Is it providing any benefits? Is it not providing any benefit? What kind of, what kind of help is that providing you? It's really, there's, there's people on both sides of the fence there. Here's my take on it. It's 20 bucks. It takes 10 minutes. Do it. Is there risk of any harm? No. Go for it. It's foam rolling. I like it. Top notch. Keep it in there. Second thing I would tell you to do is on top of the foam rolling is buy a lacrosse ball or a hockey ball, some kind of hard ball that you can put your foot on and then you can roll the bottom of your feet because when you are running, your foot is really important. The structure of your foot's really important. I've spoken about this in other episodes. I've had people on, Nick St. Louis, foot collective guy, really spoke about this a lot, talking about the structure of the foot, movement of the hip. A lot of these things are really important. That's going to help break apart some of the tissue. In my belief, that's what's going to help you do it. So do it. It's not going to cost you much. Those balls are like at the top end, it's going to cost you about five bucks. Uh, shipping or whatever, you know, not, I wouldn't tell you to go out to a store to get it. You're not going to go to a sporting goods store, but five bucks, you can get that pretty easily off Amazon. If not, use a Coke can, beer can, anything that's like in that kind of uh, soda can kind of size, roll it and just roll your foot on top of it. Obviously, you want to make sure that that can is full. If it's not full, if it's empty, you're going to crush it the second you start rolling on it. So it's got to be full. Roll it under your foot and you're going to start noticing some benefits. It's going to start relieving some of that pain in your foot. But soft tissue work definitely got to be on there. So you're going to be rolling your quads, hamstrings. Again, all of this stuff is going to be on YouTube and Instagram. So I'm going to be posting that stuff there so you'll have access to this. So don't worry about sitting down there with a notepad and writing this all down quickly or like pausing and playing to write this all down. It will be there. 
that's number one. First step is foam rolling, uh, soft tissue work, because you want to make sure that you're relieving any of the adherences and any of that kind of scar tissue that may be causing some of that knee pain to occur. We want to allow the muscle tissue to be in good health in the best optimal position to appreciate and gain all the benefits from the stuff we're doing. Second thing you're going to want to do is make sure that you have no restrictions uh, throughout the joints. So when we look at joints, as I've mentioned before in previous episodes, is uh, ankle, knee, hip, uh, pelvis, back, all these areas all have roles. They all have roles of either being stable or being mobile. So if one is stable, the one above and below is going to be mobile because it has to allow for movement to happen. It doesn't mean the joints don't move. It's that what they're there for is allow, if they're stable, they're trying to stabilize the power and generate some movement out of it, is generate some power and allow the power and force to keep moving it. They're like force transducers. They're allowing it to happen. if you are looking to be mobile, then that is allowing the movement to occur. So it's aligning and creating that angle so that force is generated properly. Get a little technical on you guys. Sorry about that. But uh, I just want to make sure everyone gets kind of thorough understanding of how things are working. So you want to make sure that if a joint is mobile, that it actually is mobile. Because what happens is if it's not mobile, you're going to go to get that movement from another joint, from another supporting joint that needs to be stable. Because of that, a lot of us are falling into that knee, trying to be mobile and trying to create that movement because we can't get it at the foot because we're not getting stability at the foot and it just causes like a chain reaction upwards. That's usually why the knee generally ends up getting a, dealing with a lot of pain. It's also because it's a high traffic area. Big muscles are going through there. Lots of force and lots of power is going through that through that area. So it's very easy for you to build up tension and, and basically create pain. So you want to make sure that you're doing enough mobility, hip mobility, ankle mobility, making sure that the areas of your body are getting some mobility. Once you've done that, we move into the next phase, stability. Adding some structure and stability, which is basically understanding how to control the core, understanding how to control the foot and maintain a nice arch, maintaining that arch support, making sure that your hamstrings, which are a really important supporter of that knee, are actually firing. We spend so much time seated. Our hamstrings are not really in an optimal position to be stable here. We're not able to generate power when we walk because we walk with a poor core control. Our abs, our deep core musculature is not stabilizing the pelvis, so our hamstrings aren't doing what they can do and doing what they're supposed to do. So you need to build some basic uh, hamstring strength that'll help you a lot with that knee pain. Finally, stability and musculature out of the glute, out of the external glutes, basically, which is allowing a lot of that hip control, uh, that knee control to happen, specifically glute medius. I know people are going to argue with me on that one. I don't want to hear the arguments right now. What I'm telling you is that glute medius has been one thing that I've been working on with a lot of athletes. Foot stability, allowing that glute medius to fire, allowing the core to stay stable, kind of allowing all that happen. It's helped numerous, numerous, numerous of my clients. I've never even had people come back with it, complaining of it ever happening again when they were able to master those areas. So definitely throw the glute medius in there. It's one of those, it's one of the exercise, one of the muscle groups that's pretty easy to target. Uh, you know, those mini band exercises are really good for it. Uh, sideline hip bridges are really good. Uh, sorry, uh, sideline hip bridge, side Side plank leg raises. Wow, that was like the most complicated thing to get out there. Side plank leg raises are another great exercise to really just send that signal down. But ultimately, you are going to need the foot to relay the proper information back upwards. So you can't just rely on just doing like a clamshell to get the muscle to work. It's not going to build strength. It's going to build awareness and kind of allow you to be aware of where that muscle is. But you're really going to need to go and load it. So loading it means putting your foot down on the ground and getting that signal to shoot up. That's what's really going to help that muscle Mm -hmm 
work properly because it needs that signal. It needs some kind of uh, it needs some kind of tactile support on the ground to get that power to go through and to get it working. If you've noticed anything, very simply from just like listening to what I've been talking about today, basically what I've drawn out for you is a warm up. This is a it's a workout warm up. So if you're not advanced, this can be a workout for you. This can be like almost like a rehab routine. Once you're done with the knee pain, literally keep doing this because it's going to be your warm up. You want to prevent the problem from happening? Do it this way because the exercises that I'm going to be showing you in the clip that I'm going to reiterate, I'm going to reiterate this message in the clips and I'm going to be putting it on Instagram, YouTube as well. The, the message that I'm trying to reiterate here and I want people to understand is that you're trying to get yourself to move better. That's the goal. Make sure that you're storing proper function at the joints, uh, all the joints obviously, and making sure that your body, is, your body is moving well. If you're able to do that, you will be successful at reducing problems. You will reduce the pr- likelihood of knee pain, reduce the likelihood of back pain. All these different issues are coming from poor movement. So if you're able to get that movement quality up, likelihood of injury goes down, especially in our situation right now with the quarantine situation, pandemic, these issues going on. I have a clinic here. We're not open. We can't treat people. The reason why we can't treat people is because there's too much contact, too close of contact, too much proximity. So if we can't treat people, most other clinics can't treat people. So if you're getting hurt, you have nowhere to go for these things. So that's why I'm trying to make sure that everyone here is staying healthy and staying in, in a nice, healthy, uninjured position because you're you will not want to get injured in this time. The The likelihood of you getting that treatment is going to be very, very small. Hospitals are already backed up with a lot of other issues. We don't need back pain. We don't need shoulder pain. We don't need foot pain. Let's make sure we're doing the right things that we can at home to prevent these problems from happening. Okay, guys, um, if you have any comments or questions about anything I spoke about today, leave them down in the comments section below. If you're dealing with knee pain, let me know. I want to hear about it. What are you doing for your knee pain? What was causing your knee pain? Are you noticing it when you run, walk, uh, exercise? size home workouts tell me tell me let me know leave it in the comments section i want to hear about it and until that next time guys stay healthy and keep building that foundation take care